0: Hey everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey everybody, Charles here and welcome to the show. Now is it your first time here, welcome. We are going live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. So tell a friend the show is now live and I got a fantastic guest. She's been giving me jokes before the show even started. All right. So I want you to look, listen, and have some fun. It's all about, you know, just enjoying life. And I think my next guest is going to do that for us today. You know, when you you have a guest that comes in and brings in the energy and brings in the spirit, let's go let's do it let's welcome to the show i'm gonna call her the energizer bunny let's go (laughs) good morning good morning hey how you doing
1: good morning good morning
0: (laughs) i'm so glad that you could join us today
1: you got me so discombobulated i forgot to take the mute off messing around with you (laughs) this (laughs)
0: this is what i love about going live it's just the realness it's just a fun not scripted and this is
1: 100 right here 100
0: this is is what my audience loves they want to know the real you they want to know know, who is they want to know who you really are so first of all again thanks for joining us and where are you calling in from what location
1: I live in Virginia Beach Virginia the beach yeah
0: okay okay so give us some background on you who you are where you're from born and raised let's go
1: born and raised in Virginia Beach Virginia I've been here all my life but I've traveled outside and it's a beautiful thing but I love the beach um I am a I uh, am someone who has gained their voice back. I used to not talk for 23 years, no, for 18 years. I lost my voice and I got it back. And let me tell y'all, I got my voice back and I am running with it. I am using it to say what I want, what I when, where, when, and how, all of it. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm a storyteller. I tell stories. And um, I'm just a fun, lovely, comedic comedic type of person. You heard me. I'm just a nutball, you know, but I am so happy. I'm such a different person than I was. And let me tell you, God is good.
0: So let's backtrack then. Let's backtrack. The little girl in you, what was the little girl doing then?
1: Well, at six, I decided to stop talking. Um, It was some family dynamics going on in my home. And I just decided, you know, if I don't talk, I won't get in trouble. Mm. And I was the fluffy child. (laughs) I came along and somebody had a sense of humor and I came in the world fluffy. So I had, you know, a whole lot going on as a little girl that I went through and I lost my voice. I just, you know, from. Everything that was going on in my home, I just didn't feel like I had a voice. So I just stopped talking. I, I just wouldn't talk only if I had to.
0: Well, see, guys, that's what, sorry, but that's what I was going to let's clarify. When you say you lost your voice, what do you mean? Like your tonsils got ripped out? Like you're no, letting, it wasn't. What do you, mean you lost your voice?
1: It wasn't a medical. It was a mental decision to just physically just stop talking and you won't get in trouble. Um, It got so bad in my home that my father had my mother to get my ears checked because he just assumed that I couldn't hear. And the morning that I was supposed to go to the doctor, my father called me and told me if nothing was wrong with my ears, he was going to beat my ass. (laughs) I went to that doctor's appointment and didn't hear a thing. I was not a dumb child. I was smart. I didn't hear nothing. I, she gave my mom some medicine <laughs> and brought me home. <laughs> I made sure my dad saw that bottle of medicine. I was like, "See, I can hear great, but I was just so sick of him yelling all the time." I'm like, "Listen, dude, uh-uh." But um, I saved my butt that night. <laughs> so, so yeah.
0: So what was the yelling about? What was his frustration? Like, you know, people would say, well, she was probably a bad kid or I was yelling in trouble. Like, what was it all about?
1: No, it had nothing to do with me. My father, he got that, honestly, he got it from his father. My great, my grandfather was a yeller. That's the way that he communicated. But he never yelled at us, um, me and my siblings, because we were the only grandchildren that called him granddaddy. Everyone Mm -hmm. else called him Big Apple. And my mom was like, you're going to respect him. And we all, and he loved us. He gave us money every time. My grandfather, every time he saw us, he gave us money. And I mean, he never yelled at us, but he yelled at everyone else. And my dad, that was the way that he talked. He yelled. He -hmm. was a fusser. And, you know, I guess I was a shy child and I don't think that my parents really understood me, but, you know, it was just so much going on. It was just easier to be quiet.
0: See, I see. And most people, when well, they say shut down, they start shutting down mm-hmm. because they, they hear things and don't know. So now we understand shutting down. And age, you, you said age of six?
1: Yes, it was six.
0: OK, so then yeah. age of six, you're you're in middle, not even in high, middle school yet. No. And as you trans into middle school, that's when things start happening. Friends, new things. But oh. you're still quiet.
1: It was horrible because by that time, my parents were separated.
0: No, And now Man, my mom beautiful. was a single mom. Okay. So
1: now things were it's at a whole different level. And you try being chubby and not talking, you would get your to tail toe up. I didn't get beat up, but I got, <laughs> I got abused <laughs> a whole lot of ways. You try it. And it's not, it's not <laughs> easy walking around being chubby and not talking. People, you know, I was called mute. I was joked a lot. You know, I'm walking down the hall. People would walk by and push me. You know, people would talk over me as if what I had to say wasn't important. And I started to believe that. So, what was the point of talking? You know, people were mean in middle school. Listen, y'all, there's some mean children. I used to work in the middle school. Those kids, they are mean. (laughs)
0: <laughs> kids, don't, <laughs> kids don't hold nothing back they don't, they don't hold
1: anything there's, back. No,
0: there's no filter on a kid I'm so it's you, like...
1: i say kids turn into baby kids if anybody know what a baby kids is in middle school that's what they turn into and then they transition out of baby kids into something else when they when they get into high school
0: okay see now now i'm writing this down baby <laughs> kids because i'm going to look it up Bay no, bay kids. I know what a baby kid is. You know what I'm going to do for the podcast? I'm going to put the picture in the description, <laughs> so people can understand what a baby kid <laughs> is. I'm, made, I'm putting a highlight there. I'm going to put a picture so they understand. Right? All right, there we go.
1: I'm sorry. See, this is what happened. You done, you done brought out the comedian and me. I'm trying to help these people get their voice back. There. Let's stay off. Let's stay focused.
0: All right, back. Sorry, <laughs> back, sorry. Back on track. Back on track. All right. So, mute as a as a as a little one.
1: I wasn't mute. That's what they call me. And see, you bring it up some feelings, some feelings I got healed over. Don't be going because, back there.
0: Because listen, listen to the thing though. Okay, I'm listening. Growing back, and you know, black families, they they that's what we think off the bat. Oh, she must be mute. Like we don't think of. Okay, maybe it's something else. It's not medical. It's not mute. But hey, maybe. Has anybody sat down with this little girl and said, what's the matter? Did anybody sit you down and go, baby girl, are you okay? What's the matter?
1: No, because you have to think parents don't know how to deal with things like that. If they're not psychologists or anything like that, most black parents, they don't know how to deal with something like that, you know? So in in my father's case, you know, he's thinking something wrong with my ears, but I, I'll tell you this over time, my father, he kind of got an idea because... I became master at ignoring people. I could look right at you and not hear a word you were saying. And he got that. And then he got to the point where he started making me repeat back what he said, mm-hmm. you know, because he was realized, you know, it's nothing wrong with her because when she's around certain people, she'll talk. But when she's around me, she doesn't say anything. You know, I you know, he he started to feel it, but it was him. It was him and you know, the things that was going on in my world and it was my safe haven. You know, if you don't say anything, you won't get in trouble. In school, everywhere. Just don't talk.
0: So now you're transitioning to high school. Okay. That's
1: why I got bullied. Oh, uh-huh. okay.
0: So let me, and I always ask this question to everybody. Then that means you didn't really think about who the little girl in you wanted to be, because to me, you were just thinking about being safe, being quiet. So, did you even think about your dreams? Did you even think about what you want to become in life at the, at those ages?
1: I did. I had you know aspirations. I wanted to be a hairdresser. I okay. went to school for it, and I I, I became that. My great grandfather he owned several businesses. I wanted to be a a business owner, but this was all internal things that that I had within me, I never stopped dreaming. I never, I just felt like what I had to say wasn't important. I had no self-esteem. So I stayed in my world. It was my world. I was quiet. You know, I played pretend I was a loner, but inside my head, I always had dreams and aspirations. Oh, you're going to be this. You're going to do that. I didn't know how, you know, but I just kept it inside of me. I was like, you're going to be something. And I told myself different things, but I never said it to anyone else because, you know, I didn't feel like anybody would believe me or anybody would back me up. I had like certain people that came in my life, like my auntie. I love her. My auntie was um, blind. I spent a lot of time with her and I could be myself around her. No judgment or anything. She loved me for me. So I think God put people in my life to help me and to allow me to be able to be myself, but it was never my family, you know, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't <laughs> really my family, you know, it wasn't until later
0: in life. Mm-hmm. So then you're going to high school now and trust me, high school, you know, that's, that's a different beast right there. Cause now- mm-hmm. They, you know, you got to gain your click. You got to gain your your focus, your group. Where do you belong? Who's your followers? What do you, how do you transition?
1: Well, the good thing about high school for me, it was, it was a negative and a positive. Um, I started to go to, I only went to school half day. The other half day I went to school for cosmetology. Oh, okay. So during that time, you know, I was doing something that I love. I was learning how to do hair. So that was great. But at regular school, it was hell. That's where I started to get physically bullied Mm -hmm. into locker. Oh, my God. It was it was it was horrible. I hated school, hated it. But I didn't mind going to school for cosmetology because I was doing something that I love. So, you know, every day I look forward. Okay, I can't wait. I'm getting out of this building. I'm going to a different building.
0: So the first first four hours is hell, mm-hmm. and then the last four hours you're like, "All right, this is my world. This is what I love doing. This is where I can shine. This is me. I yeah, can do me."
1: Pretty much, you know. I had issues there as well because again, I wasn't talking, but I was a little bit more of who I really was because I was doing something that I was love that I love. So when you're doing something that you love. It can bring things out of you that you kind of, you know, in my in my case, try to protect myself. Mm
0: -hmm. But I was
1: I let my guard down a little bit. You know, I had customers come in and I would talk to them and some of my teachers, you know, we got along well. So it was a positive. More so than a negative, because at high school, Lord, those children were a beast.
0: (laughs) So then when. When did you speak? When did you speak up? When did you start cracking that glass window and said, wait a minute, you know something? Mm-mm, no, more, uh-uh. no, no, no. I got a voice and I'm going to use it.
1: Well, I became a Christian. When I got saved, I became a Christian and I was 23. And one day I had had it. I was tired of being abused, people talking across me, people being mean to me. I had had it. I mean, I was done and I got on my knees and I prayed. And I was like, Lord, I need you to give me my voice back. I need to start speaking up for myself because I am tired of being hurt. I'm tired of people mistreating me. I'm tired of always walking around with my head down and God honored that he gave me my voice back. But listen, y'all, you have to be careful when you pray, because when I got my voice back, I listened, this became a lethal weapon. My tongue, I went from not talking to cussing people out. I was going to get you before you got me. I mean, I was walking around in sheer pain and hurt because all of those years of being hurt, you know, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, this is a new day. I wish you would. Come on. I got you. And then, <laughs> I,
0: <and> then... <laughs> See, my first question was going to be, but you answered it already, because I'm going <laughs> to so do a part two then to this question. My first question was going to be, who felt the wrath? Who did you say, oh, I can speak? Who did you go to and go, num, 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 num. you just had to let it all out?
1: It wasn't that I went to anybody, but if anybody came to me, because you you have to realize when you don't talk, people get used to that you. Mm. So when you get your voice back and they come to you that same way that they've been coming to you because they're not used to you saying anything. So they're going to come at you. Right and when I was like, "Oh, wait a bit, hey, uh, uh-uh. uh, mm-hmm. who you talking to?" I was, come on, who are you talking to? And that's when every time somebody would come at me, they was like, "Oh Lord, who is this?" You know, they knew I I was a Christian. You know, I had given my life over to God, but mm-hmm. they didn't expect that, nor did I.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, "Let me I, you one more time," and then I start cussing people out. Who the And I, yes, I did. I honestly did. But I am so grateful to God because one day I was at a game. I will Mm -hmm. never forget it. I was sitting at a game, a football game, and I heard myself. I heard who I had turned into and I had turned into the people who had hurt me and mistreated me. I was now one of them. I was a bully. I was hurting people's feelings. I was cussing people out. I was joking people. I was talking about people. All those things that were done to me, I had now doing to other people. So I went back down on my knees and I prayed. I was like, Lord, I need a happy medium. I need you to help me to not use my tongue to hurt people not use my voice to hurt people help me to uplift them even though they may have hurt me i want to be able to love them regardless i want to be able to forgive them and honestly to this day i'm not 50/50 i'm about a good strong
0: <laughs>
1: 65-ish, i know i was, like I was waiting for that come on and now no honestly <laughs> because if you catch me on a bad day you know, it's like anybody. If you catch him on a bad shoe, if you catch Jesus on a bad day, you don't know what's gonna come out. Of his but we're all human. We are not perfect, you know. So you catch me on a wrong on a bad day. I'm not gonna say I will cuss you out, but I was like, slow your roll. You coming at the wrong one? I have my voice back now. Go ahead. Charles, I was like,
0: I'm sorry. I was like, okay, I gotta keep this real. I gotta keep this real. That's like that's over 15 years of keeping quiet. Come on yeah. now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you and you, you go 15, 16, 18 years and I talking when you get your voice back and you hear yourself, you like, oh, wait, I like the way this feels. you know, instead of being hurt, 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 you know, like, mm, I like this, but. Now, you know, I, I am grateful that I'm not as bad as I was. I really am. And I try to use my words to encourage people, to lift people up, to help people. You know, I I, I try not to be hurt. And it's it's, it's it's so hard sometimes because for me, depending on the situation, sometimes it's easy for me to go back to not talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was with me for so long. But then it's also easy for me to go to the other person, you know, if I'm hit the wrong way You know, it's easy for me to go back. So I have internal dialogues that I tell myself, things that I tell myself to help me not to go in either one of those directions to try to be more centered.
0: All right. So let's find out a little bit more about you, the center and your feelings. Let's go. (laughs) It's time for rapid fire. What I need you to do is give me A, B, C, or D. You're going to get two minutes on the clock. And you have to answer these questions within the two minutes. And I'm just going to rapid fire these questions at you. You can explain a little bit if you want, but do remember the clock is running. So time is going. So it's up to you. So give me A, B, C, or D. C. C. All right, here we go. I'm going to put two minutes on the clock. I'm going to put the music on. When the two minutes starts, you're going to get your first question. Here we go.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: First question, what is success to you?
1: Success. Happiness,
0: joy. Sunrise or sunset?
1: Sunset in Hawaii.
0: <laughs> favorite color? Purple, royalty. Purple. Chocolate or vanilla?
1: Chocolate. Oh my god.
0: Yes. What's your, what's your favorite food?
1: Uh, Italian.
0: What's your favorite dessert? Cookies. What's the first thing you notice about someone when you first meet them for the first time? Eyes. What's your best fashion advice?
1: Look in the mirror. No, get some real friends to tell you when you look a hot mess. <laughs> because sometimes y'all look in the mirror and you walk out the door. And when I see you, am like, dog, she don't have no friends. He don't have no friends. So get some real honest friends <laughs> to look you over before you leave the house. Next.
0: All right. Favorite TV show.
1: Um, favorite TV show. Anything that has a Myrtle mystery in it. I love solving mysteries. So,
0: all right, forty-seven seconds left. Last question. What's the best compliment you've ever gotten? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to proactive marketing mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic.
1: Um. Oh, you have pretty eyes. There you go. Nice, because they look beyond the fluffiness, and he actually saw my face. He was like, "Oh, your eyes are so pretty." It's like, "Thank you, boo."
0: You made, you made it through rapid fire. I'm, I'm a
1: storyteller, to... so I'm always on a timer. So, you know, oh. I'm used to that.
0: Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. OK, uh, let me ask you a question. What, we're, 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 why fluffiness? Why why use that word?
1: I hate fat. I mean, oh, my God, I think it's so negative. I don't care how you spell it. P-H-A-T-S-A-T <laughs> is still fat. I like fluffy because when I say fluffy, look at you laughing because it makes you happy. When you see something fluffy, you just smile. When you see fat, you get judgment and you say all that (laughs) negative stuff. So I am fluffy, fabulous, and beautiful.
0: There you go. There you go. That's right. So (laughs) let's lead right into the beautiful aspect of it. Let's talk about this beautiful book of yours. You're an author. Yes. Let's get into that. Okay. Okay. Right there, living the key of joy. Explain that.
1: of joy. So, a friend of mine. Um, oh my God, her name is Glare Clanton. She um, wanted to do a book that a book of positivity. So, there's a group of ladies, and we all wrote personal stories. And I wrote the personal story about me losing my voice. And I wanted to write that story because I wanted people to know that even if even right now, if you made a choice not to talk or if you felt if you feel like what you have to say is in, is not important, there is someone who's been through what you have. And look at me now. I am talking. I am using my voice for good. And I wanted the reader to get that when they read at the end. I even tell about, you know, the fire in my tongue. I tell about that because you know, when you lose your voice and you get it back, you know, people think, oh, she got. Oh, she's such a lovely night. No, you're, walk, you're talking in hurt. You've been hurt. People have mistreated you because you wouldn't have made it a choice not to talk if something hadn't happened to you. And so I want people to be inspired to know that you have a voice. What you have to say is important. If it's not important to other people, it's important to you. So say what you want to say. They have a right to leave. It's just like when you watch a TV and you look at TV, it's a TV show that come on your own light. You take the channel, you turn. If it's somebody that you don't want to talk to on the phone, you either lie or, you know, my cell phone is dying. And you get off the hello. phone with it because you don't want to hear it. Hello? It right. hello? Oh, yeah. I can't hear oh, hello? Through the tunnel.
0: Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Hello? That connection, <laughs> all right. I'll call you back
1: exactly. So, when if somebody doesn't want to hear what you have to say, they have a right to walk away because you do the same. But there are thousands of other people that want to hear what you have to say, so say it.
0: <laughs> there you go. So, where can we get this book?
1: You can email me, um, if you want a signed copy, and I will make sure you get it, or it's also on um, Amazon. But listen, y'all. I'm gonna be 100. I don't get no money. I don't get how to get money from Amazon. So listen, go to that website. Email me, and I'm gonna send you a book. I'm gonna get it signed.
0: There you go. Do it straight. <laughs> Do it there.
1: I told now, you 100.
0: <laughs> now I usually leave this to the end, but because you have a voice now, you using your voice, and you got a podcast. Mm-hmm. Explain that from a person that don't say nothing.
1: <laughs> well. It is so funny because God told me that that's what he wanted me to do. He said, I want you to be a storyteller uh, because I've always written. I've always been very visual. And even in my dreams, because I've written books, they're not published yet because it's not the right timing. I believe in doing things in the right timing. Right. So I've written books and God has given me like five books. I've written one. The second one is almost done. And he was like, I want you to use your voice. I want you to help people to get their voice back. Mm -hmm. So during the pandemic, God was like, podcast, podcast. So what I did is my podcast is full of personal stories. You will see my struggles. You're here. They're humorous because as you can see, I'm a nutball. I, I can't help it. When God gave me my voice back, he also gave me joy. And he helped me to use humor to reach people and stories. So on my podcast, I have all these stories out, but then here lately, God is like, I want you to have people on the show to talk about the stories. That's why he had me to build a library. He wanted people to go and, you know, find a story that they wanted to talk about. And then we talk about the stories and you learn so much from other people because they have their experience and they look at yours and then they are able to tell us about their experiences.
0: How it matches, and this is this is one of the reasons I love guests like you coming on the show because everybody's story, someone else has a similar story, and they're like, "Oh, that's me,"
1: and that's, that was, and that is what yeah. connects us. That helps us to connect. And once we connect, then I can talk to you, you can talk to me, and it's like a, a door that's open. It's like a story is something that draws people in. Everybody, we tell stories all day, every day. When we're talking to someone on the phone whatever. We always share with story. And I think they're so important to us.
0: Right. Because at the end of the day, your truth and your story will let someone else be free.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And that's the main thing why we do this show is the, the backstories. So, you know, if you want more information, please do send her an email, get the book or just reach out and say, listen, I love your story. You've helped me out. You know, this is what if I need you, you to do. Come-
1: If you want to come on my podcast, just read one of the stories and say, hey, Miss V, I want to talk to you about this particular story and I will hook it up and we will just go and do it live. Well, not live because I'm not like you. I'm not a professional like you. So we will (laughs) record this thing and then I will post the episode. (laughs) So just email me if you go on my podcast and you want to talk about a particular story, we can do that.
0: All right, I think, it's the, I think it's time for the next fun. Let's go. Here we go. Oh. It's now time for pick three. You're going to pick three questions to answer to yourself before we let you go. You pick your own questions. I need you to pick three numbers between 1 and 13. 1 Twelve. and 13. 12. 12. What else? Three of them.
1: Uh, uh, Six and two.
0: Twelve, six, and two. Here we go. First question. What are three movies you recommend to your audience and why? Okay.
1: Uh, What's that movie called? Do I have time on this? You know, because I need to think. You (laughs) need to give a sister any kind of warning about this. Lord, help me. A good
0: movie. Um, You can give me just one if you want to.
1: Okay, because see, man, they threw a sister off. I just saw a good movie. Um, a Good movie. Oh, no, y'all going to joke me if I say this movie. Never mind. We're going to circle back to that question. Go to the next. we can going to circle back because the sister came. Right, right. When it comes to me, I'm going to write it down. Go ahead. I'm go, gonna, go, wait,
0: go. Yeah, yeah. We're going to come back. But what movie popped in your head? I got to know. What movie uh-uh. did you
1: <laughs> You would not joke me. Oh, no. <laughs> No, sir, me buddy.
0: Come on now, what movie popped in your head? We, we're gonna just let it. Let, what is it? Come on. Uh.
1: Uh-uh. <laughs> because I love old movies. Okay, sure. Okay. I love that movie. It has Audrey Hepburn. In it. It's I love that movie because she Tiffany's. I, I I love. I love old movies, and that's why I'm trying to think of something more relevant. Because you all, I love Casablanca. You know, mm-hmm. I love old movies. So you know, I I love. Romantic stories of love and all that. I, I do, you know. I love Casablanca. Y'all are gonna joke, sister.
0: There you go. And if you don't know, I'll put the link in the description for that one as well. There you go.
1: Yeah, it's charade, 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 whatever you call it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question number two: Who are the three people have been most influential in your life to you?
1: Okay. Her name is Sheila Arnold. She is. She was my mentor when I became a storyteller. Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. Oh my God, I love her. She is a mentor. I don't know personally, but I follow her. She is the creator of Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and all those shows. She is an awesome writer, and the way that she her TV shows is the way that I write in my head when I'm writing. And also, and I'm going to say his name wrong, but I'm doing my best. His name is Lynn Morell. He is the creator of Hamilton. Lynn. Oh, God. I can't think of it. My, my, anyway, the the person who wrote the play Hamilton. I love him. I love these because they are so I love the fact that they are people of color. And I love the fact that they are so creative. I oh, I love them.
0: So it sounds like the creativity to get your story out there is what you're looking for. You love things yeah. that can get a story out there that keeps people engaged.
1: Engaged, and yes. And
0: tell people it's, their story.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, who wants to listen to a bore, boring person? When you go to class in college, you see the professor, it's like watching paint dry. It's like, come on, man, crack a joke. Do something. You, nobody, <laughs> nobody. And then you fall asleep, and then he want to get an attitude. I fell asleep because you're boring. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I just, I, I like to make people laugh and I like to keep people engaged. Listen,
0: my best so my best teachers, people that got me engaged would engage with me. Tell me a joke, say something, let me know. Yeah. They ask me questions so you know that I'm engaged with you. So I uh, understand that 110%. All right, last question. What is the biggest failure and what did you learn from it?
1: My biggest, I guess my biggest failure wa- was Going so long without talking, I feel like if I had my voice back, that I probably would not have gone through a lot of the things that I went through. I think that me not talking for so long, I missed opportunities. I missed out on having connections with people. Um, I just I missed out on a lot. But I also know that when you go through stuff, it helps you to grow and become a better person. And now if I, if I were a talker, I wouldn't have this podcast. I wouldn't be on your show because I would have had my voice. I wouldn't have the stories and all that. So I look back on and I'm like, yeah, it was bad and it hurt and all that I went through. But now I have a platform to use to help other people.
0: All right. Last two. These are bonus questions.
1: Mm.
0: When you go back in time. All right. There you go. I just gave you some magic dust. Okay, you you can go back to the little six year old you. What would you tell her? You have your voice. What would you tell her?
1: I would tell her, girl, talk. Don't let those people make you lose your voice. Your daddy is a fusser. He going to be all right. You know, if you have to talk, go back, close the door and lay him out. I'm sick of you yelling at me because, you know, don't be stupid. You know, because he'll knock you into another word if you actually said it to him. But girl, open your mouth. What you have to say is important. Speak up.
0: Yeah. I tell everybody you have a voice. God gave you a voice. Use it. Use it. That's absolutely. absolutely All right. Last thing. Before you leave this earth, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to remember you by?
1: I want them to remember, most importantly, to speak up for yourself in every situation. Always speak up for yourself. I want people to remember that stories are important. Share stories. Even parents, you need to tell your children stories about when you were a child. My parents didn't do a lot of that. So we struggled as people of color. There were things that we encountered that had our parents talk to us about it. Maybe we would have handled it differently because, you know, people of color, parents, they don't always share like they should. So tell your children's stories. The Bible is full of stories. We read stories to, to children when they are younger, but tell them about you. Help them to learn about you, parents, and people in general, share your story, tell people who you are.
0: 110%. Listen, this is a fantastic show. I know a lot of people are going to get some information from it and learn from it because there are some quiet people out there and they're like, you know something they needed that today. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining us. And one more time, tell us when is your podcast on that we can catch it where we can catch your podcast.
1: Okay. You can catch my podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, you can also anchor, and I just added um Amazon music to it. Um, my shows are posted on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Some of them are stories and then some of them are interviews that I've done with people. So, and if you want to be on the show, you want to talk about a story, just send me an email and we'll set it up and we'll talk about that story.
0: There you go, there you go, there you go. It's your voice, use it, use ladies it. and gentlemen. Like I always say, you didn't have to watch. You didn't have to listen, but I'm glad that you did. Do me a favor. Pick up the phone, use your voice, and call someone today and tell them you love them. Yes. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time. Ciao. It's come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share, and get involved. Join us next time. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a
1: replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and
0: should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services. Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback, so please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.